welcome to Razzle Fret. We're back to talk books, copy, pop culture, and more. I'm Ashton. And I'm coming clean. So for the last four episodes, I've been using my writing pseudonym name, which is uh, Lila E. It's the name I have on my bookstagram and my newsletter since I'm basically chicken shit and uh, decide that putting my real name out there was too much for me at the moment in creative moments. So, um... This is a new year, and I've decided to just, like, throw caution to the wind. And in case you want to know, Lila E is just an anagram for my name, Allie. So here I am, new year, real me. Hi, uh, moving forward, I'm Allie. So anybody just joining, you'll never know the difference. People from the beginning, now you know. Um, yeah, and that's it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking now. Uh, Ashton, how you been? Um, I've been good. My job coming back in the new year was, is crazy busy um lots of 12 hour days but I love what I do so it's fine I have been not reading quite as I've been doing more audiobooks and not reading quite as much since I've been having longer days but I'm also re-watching Ozark and I just finished my Breaking Bad rewatch, uh which got me through the long days so um and I've also been taking a lot of like breaks in the middle of the day to go on a walk in Central Park and listen to audiobooks or podcasts so that's helping too it's actually been like sunny here in new york even though it's cold so it's been nice to go out in the middle of the day yeah but you don't really feel it when it's like you know it goes from 18 to like 40 you're like it's summer yeah i know i know it's like i don't need my parka i'm like shedding layers (laughs) um yeah so it's been really nice how have you been um i've been mm, busy with work believe it or not even though it's like i've been halfway through the the month um january is a blip i'm sorry for anybody born in january but like i hate this month it's the worst month it literally is just um i'm pretty sure what's that um layer right before hell that like nothing ever happened seventh circle yeah it's one of those yeah (laughs) it's like nothing ever happens you're not you can't even enjoy the sinning of hell and you know chill with the (laughs) devil you're just stuck in limbo in this horrible place called January. So. Yeah, that's the same. <laughs> but anyway, um, something that will lift my spirits at least. Uh, we have something, some fun things for this episode. Um, yeah. Ashton, do you want to tell our three listeners? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shout out to our German peeps. And, um, mom. <laughs> and Yes, and mom and Jimmy. Um, so we have... A special guest for this episode. She is our friend and my roommate, Megan. Um, and she's a book person too. She works at Penguin Random House. And yeah, so we're going to talk with her about um, what we're reading and what our hopes for reading are for January. And yeah, we're really excited to have her. Hi, Megan. Hi. Hello. Uh, um, so we're going to start out just like really simple. Um, first things first. What is your favorite book from growing up? Oh, God, I feel like I I'm going to talk <laughs> about Harry Potter so much on this podcast. I mean, it's but funny. definitely Harry Potter, for sure. Okay, but um, which Harry Potter is your favorite? Um, I think the third book was probably my favorite. Yeah. It's just so, so good. I agree. The third so book, many good things. It was yes. my favorite, too. <laughs> I agree. I think the third book and the third movie are my favorite. Mm. But, like, the, like second third and fourth that like arc is like my like those three are my favorite books and movies i'm not gonna lie like pubescent me or like preteen me was obsessed with messy harry in (laughs) in the movie in the third one oh my god we were just talking about that we just watched it the other day (laughs) 
<laughs> we just watched it the other day. And um, there was, like, a scene where he's, like, wearing, like, a black sweatshirt. And he's got his hair all puzzled. And we were, like, okay, when we were kids, yes. like, yes. We were, yes. like, well, because, like, in, in Goblet of Fire, it's, like, during that time period where, like, I don't know, scissors were just lost in barbershops <laughs> everywhere. Yes. And, like, every dude had, like, a mop. Mm-hmm. And they all did that thing where they just, like, swooped their yes. head and, like, yeah. got whiplash. Yes. And, like, the Justin Bieber thing. Like, yeah. Not even the Justin Bieber <laughs> thing. It's, like, when it was, like, all down the sides, yeah. too. I and it was like And it was, like, a square. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a fan. That's what I said. I was like, why is everyone's hair so long? Yeah, my brother had that Because shit. Ron's hair is also like that. Yes. And I'm like, why? Oh, and the, the Weasley twins. Yes. Yeah, they all had that. And I'm like, cut it. Yeah, it oh is. God. I'm not a fan. I am not a fan. I was horrified the day my brother came in. He's like, can I borrow a hair tie? And I was like, get out. <laughs> no. Get out. I was like, just cut it. Just get out. Oh or like, grow it all the way out. Like, choose. <laughs> my little brother's growing a mullet right now. Ooh. A mullet? I know. That's rough. I'm yes. sorry. Why? <laughs> because he is from Texas. And uh, they're coming back. with an Axl Rose? No, they're coming back. It's like popular and fashionable. Mm-hmm. I think that pullets are popular. What's with, a pullet? Like, it's a pixie mullet. It's what um, Miley Cyrus did mm. like a couple months ago. Oh yeah, yeah. She's grown it out now a little bit, but like it was, it's like basically where it's like a pixie cut in the yeah. front, but then just then, the mullet. Yeah. Ooh, which not a fan. I, uh, God, no. Yeah. And anyway, that's um a conversation for <laughs> another day. Um, so because we're experts on hair. Um, yes, definitely. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Moving right along from that, so what are you reading right now, Megan? <laughs> well, to add to my Harry Potter discussion, <laughs> I have been listening to are they paying you? Sorcerer's Stone on audio just for fun. I've um, never listened to them on audio. They're Who so they're so good. Oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. Is it a British um, dude? Yes. Oh, it is. That's I have. Nice. That is nice. I was curious if it was just like you know something random. Oh my god! Yeah. Random. It would, I like, it would like look it up. pull me out of it if so, it weren't. So is it Sorcerer's Stone or is it Philosopher's Stone? Because isn't well, that the UK version? Yeah, <laughs> but on my audiobook it says Sorcerer's Stone. No, I'm just but... curious. I'm just curious yeah. if like they differentiate that. Well, in like the audiobook, like because the guy's British, they say all the British things. So they say like jumper and like. <laughs> All those fun things. Oh, it's Jim Dale. That's right. Anyways. (laughs) Nice. I have heard um, that to, like, learn or maintain a language, like, you should listen to, like, audiobooks. I listen to all the Harry Potter books in French. In French? I want to do the same thing. But the names are different. I think it would throw me Yeah. (laughs) The names were, like, it took me a while to, like, get some of them. Plus, I haven't been semi-fluent and for I don't I was never fluent but I was like conversational and I haven't been since college yeah. but I want to bring it back this year I want to learn French I never learned it I like you can made my way through like AP Spanish and then just like I've like destroyed any yeah. memory of anything <laughs> that um I did listen to uh like just audio of French people talking and like mm. it was like basically books on tape vibes so it's like Repeat the word after Sabine. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I would say it in English and she will say it in French. I did Duolingo for a while. And mm, that yeah. owl is so funny. Yeah. Um, also, the Duolingo owl is on TikTok. <laughs> and it's hilarious. I can't explain it. I won't go into it. It is so fucking funny. Oh, my God. It's a savage. 
Um, anyway. Anyway. That's not the only thing I'm reading. I'm also reading oh, How the Word Has Passed, which is very different from Harry Potter, but yeah. it's very good. I feel like uh, Clint Smith. Yes. I feel like you need, like, some lightness after mm. reading that. What is, what's How the Word Has Passed about? Um, it's... I guess it's basically about, like, how slavery has impacted the U.S. Um, and, like, the author goes to all these different specific sites to, like, like dive into mm-hmm. how the history of slavery in that area and then, like, how it connects to, like, wider issues yep. in the country. And it's super interesting. But oh also a lot of, like, really, like, sad, terrible stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But I think... It's really interesting. There's a chapter, I don't know if you've gotten there yet, about New York City and the slave mm-hmm. trade in New York City. And so since that's where we live, that was really mm-hmm. terrible, but interesting to read about. Like yeah. streets you walk up and down all the time in um, places I've been a lot. Um, seeing yeah. that connection is really Yeah, the stuff about awful. like Central Park and like... Yeah, yeah. How many times have we walked right there? past yeah. there and I'm never like, I know. literally go into the entrance that he talks about in the book like once or twice a week because that's where I go for like my running Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it's it's crazy but it's a really good book I Mm -hmm. recommend it Mm -hmm. highly recommend when you're in the right headspace yeah well speaking of slavery um (laughs) I'm actually I just finished today um a book that's that has like slavery themes in it but it's called celestial bodies and um I'm blanking on the author uh, but it's actually a book in translation, so it was all written in Arabic and won, like, the Booker mm-hmm. Award when it came out. Um, but it's set over the course, like, from, like, the 70s until 90s and today in Oman. Mm-hmm. And it talks about, um, like, these different people that, like, essentially it centers around three sisters who have very different, like, marriages and the way that things go on throughout the 80s and 90s. And what's interesting is that, like, they ab- abolished slavery, like, in the 70s, maybe? Like, it was late. It was yeah. late that they abolished it. And so, like, it's this big thing because um, one of the women that, like, basically raised one of the richest merchant's sons in the land or whatever, I don't know, um, was a slave woman. And um, she was, like, this big, loud woman that, like, basically calls her her own son's uh, wife a viper and she's like she took him away from here they're in Kuwait now like he thinks he's free but he's never free like we were never really like we loved our ma-. like it was very intense very um very beautifully written though um and extremely interesting but yeah I just like piggybacked off what you yeah. it's a totally different slave trade is talking about yeah. but it does yeah. talk about it and how like they married their slaves off on purpose wow. and like to punish her they made her wed like a slave 10 years her junior who was just angry all the time so like he was just like, nasty to her and like it was a form of punishment which mm. is sad yeah but oh. yeah um, well is your other book happy <laughs> No. No. Um, so, Savage hours. the last episode, if anybody listened, um, I mentioned that I was going to read a chunky book, and I chose Les Miserables by uh, Victor Hugo. Some light reading. Um, Bit of light reading. Yeah. 
I've never really read a lot of French literature. I'm more towards the Russian persuasion. Yes, I know. So, um, it's interesting, and I and I get it. I understand, like, that, like, he, and, and I read some of the introduction, and how it was, like, he was trying to compete with, like, Tolstoy at the time, and... Well, there's no comparison for you. <laughs> no, but, like, the difference with Tolstoy is, like, he talks about, like, he rambles on and on about, like, people having, having affairs and just being, like, fuck twits and being Russian, and then this one, I, like, I was waiting for the Hugh Jackman character to come in, because <laughs> I saw the movie, obviously, um, and it's, like, it's not even Hugh Jackman, but, um, his character, I forget the name, um, the prisoner dude. Jean Valjean. Thank you. Um, Two, four, six, I've read it, I know, I know, it's, <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, they spend, like, forever just, like, freaking talking about, um, the, uh, what's it called? The bishop. They just talk about religion. He just rambles about religion the whole time. Well, it's, like, notoriously long and rambly. I know, but, like, it's one thing to ramble about, like, people just fucking up their own lives and, like, just being chaotic and whatever. It's another thing to ramble about, like... Preaching. It's like preaching, oh. not just like with ri- ri- religion, but like preaching in general. If like you're trying to like expound this philosophy on me, I don't really give a shit. I have not read it myself, but I have heard that he just like talks for pages and pages about the sewer system in France. So that'll be fun for you to get to. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, my books are fun. Um... <laughs> For me, anyway, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't describe them as fun reads on their own, but I am reading, listening to, rather, Pet Cemetery by Stephen King, which the premise doesn't sound that scary to me. Um, it's about, like, a pet cemetery where when you bury a pet there, they, like, come back to life, but then the people in this small main town, of course, because it's a Stephen King novel, um, start trying to bury humans in that cemetery, um, so I'm only halfway through it, but it's very stereotypical Stephen King. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, no, I'm sorry. How is this fun? How is that well, considered fun? <laughs> it's like, Stephen King is like fun to me. Like, it's like... Yeah, it's super fun. My pet's just gonna raise my dad like, oh look, who dat? That fluffy. Okay, he's gonna come well, murder Okay, me. but they have a cat named Winston Churchill and they call him Church. And he dies, but then they bring him back to life. But he's like Winston Churchill came back to life, <laughs> holding the cat. Oh my god! He's like, but he's like, hello. Like I just, like, <laughs> <laughs> I just got to a part where, like, spoilers ahead for anyone that hasn't read this. Um, but like his toddler dies, and so I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> um, so we'll see. But I have really grown to love. Stephen King, even though he is very verbose, um, it's growing on me. And so that's what I've been listening to on my walks in the park. Um, so yeah, and then I'm also doing my annual reread of Grapes of Wrath, which is going a lot slower because that's my actual physical book. And by the time I get to bed lately, I'm so tired, I have no energy to read. Really? Yeah. You don't have energy to read 12 pages about a tumbleweed? Wow. Wow. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to take the bait. That is a conversation for another day. I I respect that. We will have a debate, though. I will fight you. Grapes versus, uh, like, Anna Karenina. There's no competition. Um, I'm sorry. Grapes all the way. (laughs) Grapes all the way. 90% of the people that I talk to despise Steinbeck. 
I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, like, majority of I will fight men. all of you. No. No. Anyway, okay, that'll be a fun episode. It's okay. Maybe we'll just get you some uh, glasses to glow, go with your blindness, but oh sure. God. Um, Shut up. <laughs> so All right. Moving along. <laughs> it's going to get nasty in a minute. Um, so, the well, fun thing that we have planned for this episode is something a little different. So, we wanted to touch upon ways to kind of get out of a reading slump. Um, we talk about books 90% of the time on this podcast, and just all kinds of books and it sounds like maybe we're reading all the time not always the case I mean Megan even works with books and I'm sure she can attest mm-hmm. for that you don't always have time or the energy or even right. the motivation to read mm-hmm. so we kind of want to talk about um how to get out of a reading slump to not be ashamed of a reading slump mm-hmm. it's okay if you haven't picked up a book in months yeah. I mean, as long as you still love reading, it's not that big of a deal. And if you don't love reading, it's fine. I will secretly think you don't have any imagination, but that's just me, and you'll probably never meet me in real life. Secretly? He just, like, <laughs> said it on the <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm just saying. I'll think it. I won't say it, like, to your face. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, I'll only say it to the Spotify listeners. I think, I think people that don't like reading have just not been introduced to the right book yet. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, either, I think, like, there is a book that will, like, capture every reader out there. And I'm saying, like, you want to read all the time if you like this one book. But I think a lot of people, maybe not everyone, but I think a lot of people don't like reading because, for me at least, it's such, like, a, what am I in the mood for? And if you pick up the wrong book at the wrong time, you're going to be like, oh, I hate this. But But it's just a book. But that's a reader. I'm talking about, like, people that don't like, like, any type of book. I have a friend that's, she's, um, she's in the medical field. She hates reading. She hates reading for fun because she's so scientific thinking. Mm. But her reading is educational. And, yeah. um, so it's for work. read a nonfiction Yeah, read book. nonfiction. <laughs> read she, a medical uh, memoir. She just, like, hates reading. Like, she's always been like that as long as I've known her, so... Okay. Well, I mean, maybe not ever. His own, you know, whatever. Yeah. Some anyway. people are, like, really into, like, film and television, though. I feel like if you're not into reading, you're probably into, like, some form of storytelling. She doesn't watch TV either. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, she's a very serious person. No, okay. She's fun. Um, but I feel like we've been doing a lot of talking, and we actually have a guest, so, um, Megan. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, so what's one way that you like to kind of get yourself out of a reading slump? Okay, well, I'm just going to keep talking about Harry Potter because that's just what I do, apparently. Um, So if I'm, like, in a reading slump, I just, like, can't decide, like, what... Like, this is why I started listening to Harry Potter again. If I can't decide, like, what I want to read next, like, nothing just seems, like, really appealing to me. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to just listen to Harry Potter. And it's like someone is just reading me a story Mm -hmm. and it's very familiar and it makes me happy. And then once I'm done with that, I can be like, okay, I've like yeah. reset. Now I'm ready to move on to something else. Yeah. So you like comfort reads, mm-hmm. essentially. So Harry Potter to you is comfort. So yes. for other people that want to find something, they can maybe listen to the audiobook of one of their favorite novels or yeah. um, something that's comforting to them. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of mine, one of my tips too, is like rereading an old favorite and my favorite go-to is Harry Potter. Just because you can read them once you've read them. You can read them out of order, so you can just yeah. pick up your favorite. Or 
like if you read the Sorcerer's Stone and you feel like you're not ready to go back to regular books, you yeah. can keep going. Just pick up um, secrets. So yeah, I try to reread Harry Potter. I mean, I don't try, but like probably about once a year, every eighteen months or so, I'm like. I should reread them. Mm-hmm. And then I pick them up and I ver- and I remember how wonderful the books are. Um, even with like she, she, she who shall not be named <laughs> author. Um, the books just kind of have taken on a life of their own and they are just so mm-hmm. comforting. The movies too. Mm-hmm. I'll just like, you know this because I have it on all the time, but I'll just like when I have a big assignment or a lot of like stressful work coming up, I'll just put it on in the background. Um, and yeah, I feel inspired and just like comforted mm-hmm. when I watch it. Or read. I've actually only ever reread one book in my entire life. I can't ever. Re- I always Pride and Prejudice. Yes, yeah, Pride and Prejudice. Um, I can't ever reread a book. I like want to. Mm-hmm. I want to re-experience it, but I can never sit down and just be like, I'm gonna read a book I've already read. Yeah. I just can't get myself into that mindset. I admire yeah. you guys. That, I mean, especially you, Ashton, that rereads the same book every year. Yeah. I have yet to be able to do that with anything. I've reread Pride and Prejudice, I think, two or three times, and that's just, mm. I think it's more of, like, an obsessive thing than yeah. um, <laughs> just, like, looking back for a comfort. Yeah. I I get too, like, in my head about, oh, I'm never going to be able to feel what I felt when I read it the first <laughs> yeah. time. So it's, like, why bother? I'm very uh, yeah. uh, pessimistic. <laughs> it's interesting because I find, you know, my reread every year is Grapes of Wrath. It's the first book I read every year. Um, and I find, like, something new that I like about it every time I read mm-hmm. it. Not to sound like an English major cliche, but I really do. I find, like, I know you don't like Steinbeck, but the novel is so layered that every time I read it, I can, like, focus in on one thing that last time I was, you know, yeah. not paying attention to. And there's always stuff you, like, forget. Like, you're rereading it, and you're like, oh, my God, I forgot about this yeah. line or this part, and yeah. I still yeah. really love it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Steinbeck has said about the novel himself that there are five layers in it, and a reader will only find as many as he has in himself. That's and I so damn. <laughs> Uh, I love this man. (laughs) (laughs) An onion has layers. Um, but I don't know. I just, I love that quote that he doesn't tell you what they are, but he tells you like he kind of designed it with all these different facets in mind. And depending on how much, it's basically how much effort you put into the book is how much you're going to get out of it. And I don't know. You guys know that I just love Steinbeck. I don't care. But, um, yeah. So I, I always like rereading it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, no, I respect and understand what you're saying, and, like, I read the book, so I know for a fact that, yes, there are layers and all that. Um, layers. Are you making fun of my No, no, I, we're, we're quoting Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> oh. Okay, oh, well, um, calm down with the little inside jokes, guys, okay? <laughs> um, I'm going to feel left out, and then I'm going to have a temper tantrum on so, audio. Okay? basically, I'm just going to take over the podcast. <laughs> Are um, you? Okay, sure. Do you want to set up all the equipment? Um, we would be dead not. in the water. <laughs> Ash is going to knock over something. <laughs> it's just who I am. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. No, I totally so what you... see what, it, what you mean by like, yeah. um, just seeing something different and new every time. I just have never that... been able to get to that point because I'm always <laughs> like, oh, but I also have all these other books. My TBR stack, by the way, which you've seen because you've been to my house, it's stacked against my wall. Like, I already have... It's like, taller than you. 
It's up to yeah. my it's up to my boobs. Yeah. It's literally and it's two stacks. Yeah. It's two <laughs> stacks up to my boobs. And I'm like, mm, um I didn't even know that was your TBR. I thought that was just like a stack of books. <laughs> it is my TBR. That's the thing. That's so Those cool. are all the newer ones. I put the yeah. older ones on my window shelves. Yeah. Because it's like off Out to the, the side. Way, yeah. So these are like easy to grab. And I'm like, this is get this is gonna be taller than me. It's gonna yeah. topple over. Yeah. So, sounded so Italian okay. in that moment. Well, I was taller. Very, I was just um, heated, and you know, your Italian feel, always comes out. I feel attacked a little. No, it's no, no, it's, it's love. It's, it's said with fine. love. Yeah, okay, okay, so sure. what do you do to get out of a reading slump? So I'm a little different. So I actually kind of take myself out of books in general, and like I end up going the other route with like movies and television. So I like mm. to watch a lot of bookish type movies where either the character is always reading, um, like, you know, like I mean I'm gonna say this ten thousand times, but in Pride and Prejudice she's like always got a book in her hand, or like in Little Women when she's like obsessed with writing and like books and storytelling. Um, or like seasons one through three of Gilmore Girls. Yeah, or Gilmore. Yeah. But also like you know dead poets where like. Where, like, Favorite. basically, the post society, sorry. Um, basically, where the characters are, like, so enamored with the concept of literature mm-hmm. and, and poetry and everything that comes with reading, um, it makes me feel, if they're good at enough actors, it'll make me feel like, oh, my God, I want to read again. Mm-hmm. I want to have that. You know, and I want to stand on my desk yelling, oh, Captain, my Captain. Yes. Like, oh, my God, you, you totally know should. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I will fall. I I can't I can't <laughs> climb. I'm short. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's something that I do. So it's kind of opposite of what the two of you do. Um, but it's like <laughs> I have to do that, or I just go in a completely different different direction and something completely unhealthy, where I just binge the shit out of like some TV show mm-hmm. to the point where like I don't know what day it is. Mm-hmm. and we don't fun. sleep and then I'm like disgusted with myself <laughs> and you, like shame yourself into reading <laughs> yeah, it yeah basically like I'm like I'm like you need some like wholesome culture like even like staring at a screen watching like teenagers like go through whatever drama is going like I'm re-watching Teen Wolf right now like, oh I've never seen Teen Wolf good like, one. like I just like the I'm vibes. a vampire it's a good vibes. I've watched Vampire Diaries, um, the originals, and Legacies. I have problems. I'm not a teenager. Yeah. And I just keep watching all these teenager shows. And, like, I get to the point where, like, okay, you need to, like, I just watch it for the hot You need to go read a book and, like, chill. There was one point last year, like, late last year, where I was watching the Vampire Diaries and rereading Twilight. And I was, like, holy shit. Like, one step away from putting vial, a vial of blood around your neck. I know. I was like, <laughs> who am I? No what have I become? Um, um, I'm posting <laughs> on Twitter, only real men sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, I was Team Jacob when I read it originally, so all my tweets and Facebook posts were about... Really? Yes. Mm. I was like... Team Jacob because he didn't leave. Um, that was my whole thing. Was like he was an immature little shit. Yes, but Edward left her in the woods. True. <laughs> and, and then there were just four depression pages. Okay, like months. so I rewatched. So deep. I rewatched the movies recently because like I was quarantined because so I was a COVID queen for like a hot sec. And um, I'm watching this and I'm like. 
how is she falling for this guy who literally told her he's repulsed by the yes. smell of her? Yeah. He's like, he's, he's so disgusted by when her. He's around her. In the book, he's, he's like, even more she's explicit. Like, I wanna, she's like, I want to kiss you. And he's like, <laughs> I know. He like gets a whiff of her hair and he's like rigid with like disgust. No, he wasn't even rigid. He was like spazzing out in yeah. his chair. And I'm like, I'm like, girlfriend. I'm like, move on. There's like three boys she like, just lined wants, it up with you. Right. She's got like... What is it, abandonment issue? She just like wants the one she can't have. I, I had <laughs> the no one idea, who but her. like I heard somewhere that like it's loosely based on Jane Eyre. Like it's got Jane Eyre like elements or something, mm. and I'm like that's probably why. Like I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like in Jane Eyre when she, he, you know, I hate Jane Eyre. He's like beating dubs. I know we're supposed to get married, but like <laughs> I'm technically still <laughs> married, and I've been hiding her in your walls. Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna burn the house down. Then I'm gonna treat you like shit, and you're gonna leave me, and the audience is gonna cheer. And then when I get sick, you're gonna come back and tend to me. Be my nurse. Um, for be the my rest nurse. Of and then I'm gonna life. get my sight back, so there's literally no punishment you for me. forgot when they heard each other whisper into the wind. Yes, that is <laughs> the stupidest shit. I, I hate that. I marry book. like the dude with the sisters. I was like, he's good. He's no, good. Ew. Well, you know, he's our cousin. Too. Yeah. I'm just Victorian. I know. I know. But and he was also weird. Spoilers, because anybody that hasn't read Jane Eyre, sorry. We already spoiled it. <laughs> okay, it's like 200 years old. So. Yeah. If you haven't read Jane Eyre by now, let's just, like, save you some time. Don't, Don't fucking it. bother. Just, just watch, like, the one with um, Mia Westcott. Yeah. Oh, I've never even seen the adaptations. And, um, I hate the book so Michael much. Michael Fassbender's in it. Yeah. I don't care. I hate the movie, or I hate the book so much, I don't think I could enjoy the movie. <laughs> kind of like rereading but I do like to read like a fun romance um sometimes like that I already know that I like mm-hmm. um but other times something that I'm pretty sure I'll like okay. so I got yeah. a new book I have two questions okay. for you on that one <laughs> yes first things first number one how dare you <laughs> first <laughs> number one how dare you <laughs> um I love that show um, <laughs> Do you read more like smutty books, mm. or are like are you into like the cheesy like love at first sight, or like mm. the tropes of like um, enemies, enemies to lovers, lovers Ooh, or uh, whatever, or, you know? Um, I like a little combo of both. So like the last rom com romance kind of thing that I read was the Love Hypothesis, oh, and it's yeah. very silly, very cheesy. Not really enemies to lovers, but like, kind of like, oh, like she thinks he doesn't like. It. Anyways, you can tell us about it. So, okay, well, I don't, I don't want to go into like too much detail, in case you know anyone hasn't read it because it's still a new book. It's it not two hundred yeah. years old. It just came out. Like, um, right? <laughs> yeah, it was like a couple months ago. Um, but anyways, it also does have some very smutty scenes in it, mm-hmm. which was just a joy and a pleasure. So, a literally, <laughs> but also like. Is it just me, or, like, do you always end up, when you're reading these books, these smutty scenes, always come about when you're, like, on a, on a train? Yes. Yes. Literally. Yes. I have yes. usually, like, I'm, like, like first off, first off, I'm sitting, like, I'd be sitting there and reading this book, and, like, you know, things are going, whatever, and then, like, there's a guy that's just, like, you know, 
down the road, like, just smoking his cigarette in the middle of the train car, and everything's, like, <laughs> going crazy, and, I, and I'm just reading, like, and then she licked his. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, this... Like, this is not yeah. the right time and place. <laughs> that like literally folding the book in. I know. I literally, I literally, I'm like, I'm like, the guy's next, like, corporate dad next to me. I'm like, I feel like mm. even covering the book, like, you can see it on my face. I, like, oh flush, and I, like, so look much. up, and I'm like, oh, my God. That happened to me when I was reading Sally Rooney's nose book, because there's a lot of sex in it, and I was just like, oh, my God, can anyone tell I'm reading this? Of course, literally, no one gives a fuck about you on the train, so I'm just, like, romanticizing my life. I'm like people are looking at me. <laughs> um, but no, I'm um, just more like I'm attracting the weirdos. They're yeah. all gonna mm-hmm. stare, and that's basically my but, life. But you recently reread Eligible too, yes. right? I think you would like that's this one. another rom com. Okay, no, but listen, this is a modern day retelling of Pride and Prejudice, right. and it is the best <laughs> modern day retelling of Pride and Prejudice that I have read or seen. Um, it's so good. It's so funny. The author is really good. It's like Curtis, Curtis Sitt- Sittenfeld. Sittenfeld, yeah. She's like actually a very good writer and it is golden. Okay. 100% yeah. recommend. I will put that in my TBR, which yes. will pop it up to yeah. my chin level. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think, I haven't read it, but I think you would like it just given how much you like Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. And this will kind of feel like rereading it, mm-hmm. yes. you know? No, so. I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I rewatched the movie and the, and the BBC series far, far too much. Oh, we just oh, watched I, those. I can probably mm. quote it at this point, which is <laughs> disturbing, but I'm also like, whatever. I could be into hard drugs and I'm so, not, so it's fine. So which one do you like better? I like it for different reasons. Mm. One, um, so I just love Keira Knightley. Mm-hmm. Like, she's one of my, like, crushes, so mm-hmm. I just love her whole vibe. Um, I was forever, like, disillusioned, not disillusioned, I was forever, like, delusioned, um, <laughs> when my friend said that, like, I somehow resemble, like, a little sister of her, mm-hmm. that it could be, like, <laughs> really <laughs> I was like, I will take that and run with it to my fantasy, like, never gives in, um, I don't look anything like Karen Ellie, but, um, <laughs> just for full disclosure, nobody hit me up. Um, <laughs> plus you're involved, so. Oh yeah, that too. Um, but anyway um sorry jamie are you apologizing to him for me yes thank you um but i do like the bbc in that it's more attuned to the book Mm -hmm. like but they do take a lot of liberties in that too um and i'm just gonna say colin firth Mm -hmm. the water scene no not even like i mean the water scene is part of it but like overall colin firth Oh, so good. We, but, there's a point in the series, which I'm sure you know, where, like, they're talking shit about Jane, or, ta- what's her name? Oh, my God. God, where he... Jane. Jane. Yeah, yeah, and he tells off the Car- uh, Caroline Bingley. Yeah, oh. but he goes, he goes, what? And he just, like, sits there, he's like, what? What? <laughs> and Megan and I say that around the apartment all the time, and, like, something goes wrong, we're like, what? <laughs> and it's, like, our favorite thing, so, um... Just like, you should know next time you watch it, yeah. you can, or next time we say that to you, because we literally say it all the time. Okay. Um, cool. I'm, I'm in on one of the inside jokes, yes, guys. Yes, we're letting you in. Now you know. Um, <laughs> I made it. But the Keira Knightley film has the hand flex. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yes. Hot. I know. Plus, like, 
it just has like those moments where he like looks at her and like looks away. Like he plays it so like I love the way he plays yeah. Darcy, mm-hmm. but I, I like I like Colin Firth as an actor, but I love the way I think it's Matthew McFadden or something yeah. like that. I love the way he plays uh, Darcy as like just a really anxious dude. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's not a dick. He's just anxious, which yeah. like I can relate to that because like ninety percent of my friends tell me they were either scared of me or thought I was a bitch. Stop raising your hand when you first met me. So, like, I totally get that when, like, your anxiety or whatever projects yeah. onto something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Um, that's what, when we watch it, that's what I said. It's, like, he's being, like, almost rude to her, not because he wants to be, but because he doesn't really know how to interact with her and he likes her so much yeah. that he gets nervous and it's, like, endearing. And the Colin Firth character, while, like, hot and, like, a great Darcy, is just, like, a straight-up asshole. Yeah, he's, like, a pompous dick. Mm-hmm. Like, but, in the book. Yeah. So, I, mean, I really I, like the way that the uh, the Keira Knightley version goes with yeah. Darcy. Yeah. I, I will say, though, I'm interrupting you because this is important for okay. all the women out there. The whole scenario of, like, a boy being mean to you or something like that because he likes you is bullshit. Yes. Um, Except in this one case. To be fair, he wasn't necessarily being mean. He was just being an entitled prick, which is very common. It sounds, like, mean to me. Yeah, but that's very common for the Regency era when classism was, like, huge. So, like, I'm not justifying it, even though it sounds like I am, but, um... Yeah, just the throwing that out there. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. But, yeah. Fair enough. Oh, God. Um, Do you want to talk about your next <laughs> Yeah, it, thing? again, like, piggybacks off of Megan's. Um, I read a rom-com, a specifically a Jasmine Guillory book. Um, for those of you who don't know, she does the Wedding Date series. Um, is that what and, the movie is based off? No, this is um, much later than the movie. Um, but it's kind of the same idea. It's like, she needs a date to a wedding and they decide to like pretend to be date and then, you know, they end up falling for each other, but it's really cheesy and you know what's going to happen, which is what I want in a book like that. And there are also some steamy scenes and, um, all of the leads are women of color and it's like very body positive. So like all of the women are like actual women um dainty little flowers ready (laughs) to be plucked by the strong man yeah basically um so (laughs) i really like it in (laughs) poetry Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh um but all the covers are like just really fun too and like i don't know they're just like silly and jasmine guillory i follow her on instagram and she is just really fun and just like a a really down-to-earth person who's super nice um so so quick question and then i'll i'll tell my last piece um is it a prostitute because like in the movie he's he's an escort no it's no (laughs) (laughs) so maybe it's not exactly it is it's a great movie i love that movie um, (laughs) the dude that's dermot 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 something yeah moroni i don't know he's hot as shit he is he's very hot god yes that voice he has a good yes. body. She, Oof. they, no, Dilt. she is not. <laughs> it's like they meet in an elevator and they're both going to the same, they're staying at the same hotel, they're both going to the same wedding, but they're going without dates, so they decide to pretend to go together. Wait, they meet in an elevator? Yeah. You ever seen Set It Up? No. There's a scene. Um, so Set It Up is like a Netflix show, that movie that you guys need to watch, both of you. Okay. Um, and they like, these two interns, basically, or assistants, like, 
work all the time and want to go home. So they conspired Relatable. Set, <laughs> to set their uh, bosses up with each other. Like, so oh they try to do so a So they have lives cute. outside of work. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> the premise. And so they like try to do a mute queue and lock them and like have an elevator shut down. <laughs> but the problem is right before it gets shut down, this guy gets in and he's like a bit more heavy set. And he starts panicking when it happens. Oh, no. <laughs> You're stuck in the elevator. He's like, and he starts stripping. She goes, he's like, I'm not going to overheat. Oh, no, not me. <laughs> and he starts stripping. And she's like, what are you doing? And he, like, gets, like, into his boxers. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, that's, like, the scene that I'm just thinking of now. Like, when you said they get stuck in the elevator this together. This is much cuter and... <laughs> yeah, this is... Less naked than... <laughs> this one had Lucy Liu in it, so I don't okay, know. Okay, well, maybe then it is isn't Lucy yeah. cuter, but... But, yeah. Um, I'm very tangential today. Um, yes. I think it's because you fed me. I'm not as tired now. I'm wired. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> thank you for feeding me. You're welcome. me that. Um, <laughs> so, my last uh, thing that I like to do, and this is, again, pertains to my crazy personalities. I like to set challenges for myself. So, I like to get myself excited for reading in a way that is thematic, essentially. Can you um, give us an example? Yeah, we will. Um, so, like, for example, in the fall, I, like, designate it as, like, feminist fall reads. Mm. So, like, I said, I, like, made a list of different, like, feminist essays and, um, works that, like, just have feminist tones Mm -hmm. or undertones to it, or just, like, very strong, um, women writers. Mm -hmm. And I, like, made sure that I read, like, at least two to three of those books a month on top of whatever else I was reading, and that really, like influenced me a lot because like I don't go out of my way even though I'm technically in a feminist book club um (laughs) nobody ever like reads on time so it's very back you know back push back a lot um backlog thank you that's the word I was looking for (laughs) um but this one just kind of forced me to like you know you know shit or get off the pot essentially (laughs) because like I talk about like reading all these feminist works and I never actually like get around to doing it Mm -hmm. so um I definitely enjoyed that, and then the whole winter thing was, like, for me to read a chunky book. I like to do that, and so that I pushed myself out of that comfort zone, and, like, I mean, I just experienced a reading slump, but um, the thing that actually got me out of it was being on time for my own book club <laughs> that I'm part of. So, like, I started pushing myself. But, like, if you set little mini goals or make it thematic or fun, um that definitely helps me get excited to read because it's then I'm like, you know, instead of like, oh, I just have to pick a random book. It's like, no, I'm going to read like, I'm going to do a whole section on like Greek mythology or mm-hmm. something like that. If you're really into that, that kind of stuff. Hard. I like Greek mythology. Yeah. And, um, I always get all the gods confused. Uh, I, I get that. them confused with the Roman ones. Yeah. Cause they're very similar. <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. But, um, yeah, there's things like that. And then, uh, when in doubt, just like, kind of stronghold um a friend to read with you because that also is really fun because then you'll like push each other um that again is a challenge in itself reading with a friend because if you have two different schedules two different reading like paces um that just kind of like is a motivation to like not not let the other person down (laughs) we're speaking from experience from last month when 
we had to read the book so fast because we both put it on hold at the library and it didn't come through. So we had like two or three days to read the book. (laughs) Um, And we were like, no, we've got to push through (laughs) because we're reading it for each other. You were smart and you listened to it on audio. Yeah. Which is faster. And and you can do other things while you do that. I was a psycho. (laughs) Pretty And I read it in 24 hours. And um, (laughs) I literally was reading like, up until recording the podcast. Yeah. So it was fresh in my mind, but it was like, I don't think, I, I think I slept so much like the next two days because yeah. I just like forced myself to read this book that I didn't particularly enjoy, but um, it definitely left its mark. It did. It um, did. You can listen all about it in our previous episode. Yes. Um, keep her... Keep the teeth in her vagina. Keep That's the teeth the... out of her vagina. No, she wanted to keep it in. Oh. But I thought our episode was called Keep Them Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I'm really professional tonight. <laughs> um, it's fine, it's, it's fine. It's only about teeth and vagina. Just, just yeah. look it up. Um, well, don't look up that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> look it up in the Razzle Frat episode, guys. <laughs> anyway, on that note, um, I guess we can shift into <laughs> our next topic. Yes. Um, We're keeping us on track. You're um, it's just so two parts. What we're excited to read next, and then we've got a, another fun question to end on. So. Megan, what are you excited about reading next? What's on your immediate TBR? Mm. Um, I'm totally blanking on the author's name right now, but I just saw there's a new book out called Brown Girls um, that I think is like a bunch of like mm-hmm. intersecting different stories. Um, mm-hmm. That sounds really, really good. So yeah. I think I'm going to get that and read that next. Is it a PRH book? It is. Get that so sweet, sweet, that discount. sweet, sweet discount. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, it's set in New York City, too, right? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing that on a lot. Yeah. I can borrow it. <laughs> yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, you can. Um, yay. Um, I am reading, or I want to read soon, um, While Justice Sleeps by Stacey Abrams. I found it in a little free library close to our apartment the other day, and it was um, one of... Uh, on the stacks which is my one of my favorite book podcasts they did like a yearly wrap-up and that was one of the guest hosts like favorite book of the year and they were raving about it and um then I found it and it was just like so serendipitous Mm -hmm. so I'm excited to read it it's basically like um a supreme court clerk her the justice that she clerks for slips into a coma and she like has to like step not step in for him exactly but kind of manage his office and um then she finds out like this case that they've been working on like what like he's wrapped up in something shady and so she like follows it and anyway it's supposed to be really interesting and then I also want to read um I am reading for work Josh Peck has a a memoir coming out in March and so mm -hmm. so I'm I'm reading his memoir um it's called happy people are annoying um, and Same. it's really, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's really <laughs> funny. And so I have to read it for work, but it doesn't feel like a book I'm being forced to read. It feels like something that I would just like to read. So yeah, that's what's Wait, next I for me. You, I know you quoted the mini product. Have you seen a lot of the episodes? Or no, but I know that he has like he a recording plays, role. like this like ratchet boyfriend. It's so bad. Like, it's so bad. It's so funny. He like tries to get in a fight with Morgan on it. Because we go step back, man. Oh my <laughs> it's gosh. Like, it's the 
weird scenario to see Josh, Josh Peck in, but he yeah. plays it great. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll have to watch it. And, uh, my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I, like, lost track of life. You, like, um, crashed from your high already? No, I, like, my, like, I'm nearsighted and I'm looking at the, the docket and it was far away. Um, <laughs> old people problems. Um, my next TBR is probably going to be uh, Darker Shade of Magic by V.E. Schwab. Mm-hmm. So, I've been continuously recommended um, the V.E. Schwab in general, but the series, I guess the most recent one was, like, The Secret. The Addie LaRue. The Addie LaRue, mm-hmm. yeah. And, like, it's just, like, the vibe that I've been told I would like. Um, so, that is currently on my list. I just started it, actually, today on my way to mm-hmm. you. Um, and it's fantastical, so it's, like, um, a lot of magical elements. I mean, no shit. Dark <laughs> shit of magic. Um, <laughs> but it was just, like, it, it's one of those books where it just throws you in. Like, you, it, like, start. it doesn't explain anything. It, mm-hmm. like, explains it as it goes, mm-hmm. which I enjoy thoroughly. It just was, like, a lot to take in on a subway that was very distracting tonight. Yes. Um... Full disclosure, there was a man hiding under a tarp. Full disclosure. (laughs) Um, So, when I say the subway is sometimes very weird, um, an interesting place, and maybe magical in its own way, um, (laughs) I am not kidding. Um, But also, I think it's somewhat me. We have a mutual friend that um, is convinced that I attract it. So, um, (laughs) the weird scenarios. And, I mean, she's not wrong. I, know I think, um, but shout out to Gigi. I was gonna say, hey, Gigi. Um, she's not wrong, but ever since she pointed that out to me, I'm more aware of it now. Whereas, like, I think I could tune it out before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, whatever. But moving right along. Right along. Um, so Megan, yes. If you could reread a book for the first time. What would it be? Let me guess. Well, <laughs> I'm going to wrap up the same way I started. Full circle. Um, I would say Harry Potter. I mean, like, I genuinely don't remember the first time mm-hmm. that I read, like, the first book. But I think I just want to, like, be in that, like, childlike mindset again of just, like, not knowing anything yeah. about Harry Potter yeah. and then experiencing the magic all over again. How old were you when you read it for the first time? I really don't know. I re- like I still remember my mom like read me and my brother Chamber mm-hmm. of Secrets at mm-hmm. one point, but I couldn't have been more than like five. Like I I don't know. I was really young. So right when it came out. Yeah. Yeah, I was late to the game. I started reading mm-hmm. them at like twelve, I think. So like a couple of the movies had been out already. Yeah. I started reading them. I read them in first whatever was out. I started reading them in first grade to my sister. Um, and then I, like, went to see all the movies as they came out. I was, like, that one kid whose mom didn't care what they watched. Which, like, Harry Potter's not bad, but some people no. in the Bible Belt were like, no, <laughs> it's magic, like, it's against the Bible, evil. it's evil. Um, and my mom was like, this <laughs> is cool. <laughs> um, shout out, Mom. Love you. Um, so, yeah, my sisters and I were super into I was Hermione Granger every year oh for God. Halloween until I was, like, 12 years I old. I that. I was like little. I'll find a picture. I have like buck oh, teeth, and Barbie glasses, oh and the little short blonde pigtails, and I was Hermione Granger because my mom bought me a Hermione wig, and I told her it was ugly, <laughs> and I wouldn't wear it, and I was a little bitch. Anyway, uh. doesn't matter. 
this is not like a trauma dump. Um, so, um, <laughs> my book would be Normal People, which I only read for the first time like six months ago, but I'm obsessed with Sally Rooney, or at least this book. Like, her other two books are good. They're not like Normal People. Normal People is just, ugh. I watched like half of it and then I I couldn't well it's so like it's I know what's gonna happen but like I was like I I need to mentally prepare for this and be emotionally in a good place which I just have not been yeah um because as heavy as the book was with the ending I know the series is gonna be like they cast that series perfectly oh my god and Mm. I am not ready to break my own heart again I just kind of recovered from the book (laughs) um so I don't know that I'll ever finish it because it just it fucked me up that book fucked me up but like that's the mark of a good book I think like not every good book has to do that but if a book can make you like think about it and have like a book hangover for weeks Mm -hmm. um it's fucking amazing I highly recommend it that book breaks your heart but the series destroys your yeah. will to live. Yeah, see, I'm not like, in a place I where I need that. I just, yeah. And the music. And, like, yeah. oh, the way it was filmed. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, just the intimate moments. I'm, like, I I felt exposed watching it. I wasn't mm-hmm. embarrassed, but I was just, like, the honesty that, mm-hmm. like, they were able to take her honesty from the pages mm-hmm. and just put it visually. It's such a it's good like, adaptation. It was, like, when you, um, this is not from personal experience, but it's, like, when you get punched in the gut, and then someone does an uppercut to your chin, that's like reading Can't a book and then watching the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a double whammy. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not ready to put myself like through everyone. that, especially in January, which is like the darkest month of the year for me, like mentally and physically. Like it's just yeah. like not. I'm just straight up not having a good time. This came out in like February of 2020 mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, it was like around Valentine's Day. Yeah. How dare no, she? No, but the best part is it was 2020. So like. Yeah early pandemic everybody's watching it and like there was all these memes and like tiktoks and stuff and it's like don't give yourself the marion bangs because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> everybody wanted to get the bangs like oh they need. um and it was just like not a not a good it was a dark time in mm-hmm. many ways but yeah. um it's just i don't know i finished the book and i turned the page and it was over and I was like, no, 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 there has to be more. Like, she's not leaving me like this. And I was so mad at her, at Sally Rooney. But over, like, in time, I'm like, okay, this is fucking genius. And she's I love savage. her. But yeah, she does not give a flying fuck about your feelings. Yeah, it's the Irish. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is the it's Irish. like, t- just throw it back with some whiskey. You'll be fine. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. You need a stiff drink after that book. <laughs> I need to, like, drown my sorrows a little with that one, but okay. Um, yeah, no. What about you? I agree that. Um, mine, believe it or not, Megan, are you influencing me with just talking about the same book over and over? She's an influencer. only talk about one book. Um, believe it or not, I was between two, um, and I'll explain my reasoning for this one. So I chose Pride and Prejudice as the book to reread. It is the only book that I have mentioned that I have been able to reread. Um, but, I mean, like, if it was for the first time... I say this because when I read Pride and Prejudice, I was 13, and I understood it, but I don't think I appreciated the irony and the wit of Jane Austen as much as I do as an adult, because in my later years, I've read... Um, in my that opening years, line, though. Yeah, I know. Um, but in my later years, I, like, read per- Persuasion and, um, some, like, Sanditon mm-hmm. and, like, some of her later works and stuff, and, um, 
I like just I mean I remember cackling like out loud <laughs> reading her stuff and like my boyfriend be like what's so funny I'm like let me read you this line and I read it to him and he's like that is the like plainest driest thing I've ever heard I'm like it's <laughs> so witty she's so brilliant can't you see her sarcasm and the humor and and everything that's interlaced and he's like you're no. such a freaking dork like get a life and I'm like all right whatever Okay, go watch your, like, monster shows. But, um... <laughs> Savage. Yeah. Call but I just... No, he has a great sense of humor. Just, monster shows. I'm just... <laughs> he watches, like, Ash vs. Evil Dead and, like, all these, like, gory, funny, kitschy stuff. Um, I don't know. I try to keep up. I can't. Um, I'm nice. But I think not that's that a nice. good one. I didn't read Pride and Prejudice until I was an adult, so I think I was able to. I didn't, I yeah. got through four years of being an English major without reading it, which is crazy to me. I never read it in school. I mean, I read it at thirteen because yeah. I was like, I, I read it when I was like twenty three. Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I remember distinctly, I was reading it in like a math class or something, and like this boy that I had a crush on. He's not listening, but um, <laughs> probably will never, never know. even know. But at the time, I had a crush on him. And he turned around, he's like, what are you reading? He would always comment on whatever I was reading. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just because nobody in my high school and maybe my hometown really read. Um, like, or could is... read? Who knows? But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so he would be like, what are you reading? And so I'd be like, here, this, I'm reading this. And he'd be like, that looks hard. Is it hard? I was like, I don't is know. Is it hard? I'm like, here, read a page and you tell me. And he would like get halfway through and he looks up at me and he's like, what are you? Where did you come from? How can you understand this? And I was like, all right, well. It's not Shakespeare, too. Calm down. <laughs> no, but, like, at 13. In at 13, the, yeah. Uh, the poor education system that I went to school with. Um, I mean, dumb. Like, like they just didn't teach us anything. Yeah. Like, I still, I don't know anything about geography. Still. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I can tell you the 50 states because I taught them to myself. But, like, if you ask me where shit is on a map, I'll be like, that way like I don't know anything left I am very grateful for the fact that I am an adult in a world of Google because yes, like you would die. I would die <laughs> like Lewis and Clark would like not only leave me behind they would purposely drown me so I wouldn't follow Jesus. like I love good. the scenario you've concocted <laughs> like Your I have brain. no sense of uh like direction as far as geography goes <laughs> and everything like that but that was a tangent anyway anyway um on that note on that note, um, do you want to tell yeah. the readers what we're doing for the next episode? Yes. Um, so our next episode is going to be one of our book club episodes. We are going to read Passing by Nella Larson. It came out in 1929. We wanted a classic, and we wanted a classic written by a woman. So, um, or at least I did. I think we both did. Mm-hmm. Women um, are better. Obviously. Women just are. It's objective. Mm-hmm. It's fact. Um, so a brief synopsis. Uh, Claire and Irene were two childhood friends. They lost touch when Claire's father died, and she moved in with two white aunts. By hiding that Claire was part black, they allowed her to pass as a white woman and marry a white racist. Irene lives in Harlem, commits herself to racial uplift, and marries a black doctor. And the novel centers on the meeting of the two childhood friends later in their life and the unfolding events, as each woman is fascinated and seduced by the other's daring lifestyle. Um, And... A movie just came out starring yes. um, mm-hmm. Tessa Thompson. Yeah, yeah. That, that looks amazing. Um, I can't wait to watch that after we read this. Yeah. I love watching movies based yes. on books and, and judging yes. how good of an adaptation it is. So that's going to be next month's book. So if you want to read along with us, you know, four friends listening and our German peeps, um, read along with us. Yeah, Megan, that includes you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you didn't tear you. yourself away from Harry Potter. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. 
yeah. it'll be tough. <laughs> Alright, and be sure to follow more of our bookish antics on our bus- bookstagram accounts at there's ink on my hands and at graves underscore of underscore ash. Share Razzle Brat with friends, lovers, even enemies. Share the wealth of this gem of a pod and feel free to leave a review or comment in Apple Podcasts. Come for the books, stay for the coffee-fueled conversation. And now we shall bid adieu to you. That's Razzle Brat. <laughs>